What is up? What is going on, David? SVA Card Collectors. I had a dummy moment last night. Stupid. Stupid. And the worst part about it is I was watching this thing for like two or three days. So you would have thought that I would have been able to figure it out by just reading the damn title. But no, heaven forbid I do that. Stupid. So I went looking and hunting for, okay, good. No, there's a big, large truck right next to me. Good. Yeah. All right. Shut up. So I was looking for, you know, bigger players um, who I felt their cards were undervalued with basketball. And there was one guy, Joel Embiid, and I'm looking at his card, his base card, and it seems like, like it's much cheaper and it still is compared to his silver prism. So I was seeing them, you know, a PSA 10 going for around 60 bucks. So I see this at like 12 bucks. And I'm going, all right, this is probably going to get hot and heavy at the very end. I'm going to make sure I'm there. I got to pay attention. Oh, and why would I notice this right before? No, no, no. I would notice it right after. As soon as I put the bid in and I won and I looked at it and I went, ah, sh-. I don't normally look. All I do is I look for something and put PSA 10 because that's what I'm looking at. So it'll be, you know, Joel Embiid, uh, I think it was 2014-15 Panini, PSA 10. It was a PSA 9. So now I have a dumb PSA 9 that I don't want coming because I wanted a 10. Um, I don't think it's worth it to crack it, see if I can get a 10. It looks nice and all, but that's not the reason I thought it was a, a 10. And I noticed it as soon as you say, you won, I won, I won $18 or $18.95. I was pumped. I went $18.9. PS, and then I saw the PSA 9, which I then, I couldn't curse too loud because then my wife would go, what are you, what are you talking about? Oh, the, those damn cards again. So I couldn't do that. So I had to internally curse and grunt and moan. I don't know. It went like, like that. Something like that. I don't know if you heard that, but that was it. So my dumb, uh, we'll, we'll keep it PC, keep it friendly. Just a stupid, stupid mistake. So I have that on the way. So hopefully uh, I can... Uh, turn that around and uh, so I um, am pretty interested in a topic I know I basically said last night I said hey what do you guys want me to talk about and one of the things that popped up was equity packs I didn't know anything about it and basically what it is is uh, vintage card breaks and if you can gather by the, you know, the name, they do vintage card breaks. So if they have a pack of cards, they'll sell a spot for each card, and then you have one card that you would get. So this example was some old football cards, 1958 or 59, I don't know, and I think a Brown rookie card's in it, a Jim Brown or a Jim Brown card. I, I half read because really I was intrigued by 
you know, what they were doing. And, and basically what the equity pack was is you would buy, they spent uh, 125 bucks to get a spot. And let's just say there's 10 spots. I'm just making up a number. Uh, I don't remember how many cards in there. So from there, you, um, 100 bucks, it was like 125 per spot and everybody gets their card. Not really. See, what they do is they then get the cards, they show everyone, and everyone has a stake, an equity in the entire pack. So you own one-tenth of the pack. And so what they would do is they put them in a nice card saver, send them off to PSA to get graded, express. They come back, they bring them to an auction house where they're then sold, and whatever the profits there are are split amongst the 10 people. Now, the idea of it is pretty cool because you're, you're sort of hedging your bets and you are, it's the socialism of a, of a pack, of a pack of cards. Um, everyone gets to share in the greatness. Uh, some people like this idea because it limits their risk. And other people don't because they said, well, I would have gotten that card. That would have been my, you know, brown PSA, whatever, eight or nine card. Um, I don't see it being investment worthy because I'm going to go out on a limb and say seven, eight out of ten times the guy selling the pack is making more money than the person getting that individual card. For the most part, you're probably going to get crap. And every once in a while on a blue moon, somebody hits something good. And it'll be something good, but the condition on it, who knows? You know, like Topps is not wasn't the best back in the day, so a lot of stuff is off-centered. There's marks on the card. It might be a little fuzzy. You know, it's very difficult to get a PSA 10. So, to get that ultra extra mint card is extremely rare. So, while I like the idea of it, I don't think it is in a thing that you should invest your money in. Um... I wouldn't do it. I, I would just buy my one card and take a chance. If you're going to gamble, gamble. It's like being half pregnant, it seems like. It's like, I would like to gamble, but, uh, you know, if not, I'd like to get some of my money back. Um, and if you're splitting it in t- 10 ways, um, you need to sell one for a doozy of a price. A doozy. Now, it got me thinking of, from that train of thought, of course, I go, well, how can I make money off of people? Hmm. No. It was more of how, how would it work to make cards something like stocks or making it into like a mutual fund or something of that sort. And my brain was racked and it hurt. It hurt thinking of this stuff. It really did. Because, oh good, I'm glad Waze sent me over here where there's a large amount of traffic. Thanks, Waze. Jerk. So, um, it got me thinking, well, well, hey, how can you, like, 
cards are stocks. Well, that's the analogy I've, I've always said. And people, you know, might disagree with that. They're, I'm going to say you're 100% wrong. It's exactly like stocks. Because stocks go up and down. I told the story of, you know, a stock making, you know, quarter after quarter doing record profits and the stock going down. And then some news media article said it can uh, cure Ebola. And then all of a sudden the thing skyrocketed. And it really couldn't cure Ebola. It was only able to kill it in certain circumstances, which is still a big deal. But still, it was a boat cleaning company. So same thing with, for example, the Ronald Acuna 2018 Tops update. The price is going sky- is skyrocketing high. The car's not hard to get. You get a box of those cards, you're going to get at least one or two. You know, it's not like um, you can't get them anywhere. Um, And because they're a newer card, for the most part, you're either going to get a 9 or a 10. It's going to happen. So why did it go crazy high? Well, he might be hitting, you know, he might get 40-40 this year. He's had the first two years are really, really good. Is he better than, you know... Is he a Hall of Famer? No. But he's priced the same as Miguel Cabrera right now. Do you think Miguel Cabrera is better than Ronald Acuna? I sure do. So it's a stock. Right now, all the attention is on Acuna. It's skyrocketing. So, like, how would you do like a stock market of cards like uh, that's where my brain went like you know can you buy a share in a card and you know have it backed by the card and then you're like well then I was thinking I was like well then why don't you just buy the card instead of buying a stock in it um and you know I don't know or maybe you get like 10 cards and you create like a mutual fund but again how would you you, how would you exit that? Just say it goes up and you go, all right, well, now I want my money. You can't just go, all right, well, now I got to sell it, guys. <laughs> like that, that, that doesn't work. You would have to have like a secondary market where people are buying and selling of it. So then after that, my brain hurt too much. And that's what I saw. I could see something like that going. But I, I think we're a long way away. And I don't know how well people would... would you know, the SEC would have to be involved. There's too much of that nonsense that would have to get the ball rolling. So, um, I stopped thinking that. <laughs> but I just think it's a cool concept. It's a cool idea. I think more people who are smarter and who actually are in finance, you know, financial industry could come up with something. I think they really could. And the thing is, it would be better because it would be based on the market and current solds. So you wouldn't be able to, um, well, you, you could manipulate, you could manipulate it, but it would be more difficult um, because you would have eBay solds, auction solds, things like that. And so you would have data to drive that stock going up and down same as you know financial data for a company um but i i I don't know i don't know how that would work i just think it's a pretty interesting concept and thought process of uh, you know stocks for cards um wanted to talk about um 
the uh, there's a video. There's a guy I've been watching. A lot of people been watching and sharing. You know, and you know I've been losing people left and right now because of it. No, sports card investor, and he um, does these very professional uh, videos. Um, I think he's already up to like a thousand subs on YouTube. He only has like ten or fifteen videos, which is a kudos to him. Ugh. People who say kudos, they should be punched in the face, by the way. Who says kudos? Idiots. So, go on. I'm going on. He was talking about a box not to buy. Now, I was talking about buying this box, so I sort of was glad that I watch it. I don't like to watch these guys too much because I don't want them influencing me. Um, I want to be able to um, do my own research, figure some things out you know, have my initial thoughts. And then from there, I might watch it and see if I'm in tune with everyone else, if I'm off. And if I am off, I would rather push that forward because then I know it's a more independent and more, you know, more of my view. And he was talking about uh, the Panini contenders, um, the blaster boxes. And he said he bought, I guess, a blaster case or two blaster cases. For 40, uh, so he had 40 boxes and he opened up 20 of them and you are supposed to get one autograph per box <clears throat> and out of those boxes he opened up only 20 because he got so frustrated and I would too I would have I don't you would hear me complain about this for weeks uh, you, you're, you should be happy that I don't have these boxes because that's all I'd be talking about each day I'd probably lose so many people and he'd be like oh he's talking about Panini again um half of them, 10 boxes, you didn't get an autograph. They gave you Panini points. Now, if I'm opening it up, I want a damn autograph. I'm looking for Zion. Panini points. The second thing was all the autographs that he got were from players that weren't even drafted. Yeah. Some, I think out of the all 10, none of them are playing in the NBA. Some of them are playing in the D-League or Europe League or wherever. Now, you'll be happy that I'm telling you this because he jibber-jabbers and takes forever to get to this point. So, kudos to me. So, the other thing was, they got, you basically got a Zion in every, single, in every other box. So, the base card, they are really ramping up because they can't give you the autograph, but they're going, all right, here's a base card. Nothing but love for you. So you can see the trend, and you can see what they're doing. They're ramping up production of cards because demand is so high for Zion, but you're getting crap. And you have to wade through a ton of crap to get the good stuff. And that would probably be a long, long, long time. So steer clear of the blaster boxes from Panini. I'll tell you right now, it, I would definitely steer clear. I was going to buy a case. I am very happy. And the candy store guy that I was going to buy them from is going to be very sad because I will not be doing that. Nope. Nada. Now, NBA hoops. NBA. I don't know why I said NBA hoops. Hoops that's coming out. Uh, people were saying that the uh, price for a box is 160 Now, I'm getting back into basketball, so I don't know the hobby box pricing 
too well. I don't know what it was last year. Um, from what I gather, it's pretty much double what it is, which I can only imagine. I don't think, and I might be wrong, I don't think Panini doubled their prices to their vendors. They may have increased the price, which is what uh, the sports card investor, he actually went to a meeting with all, you know, there was an industry meeting, a Beckett industry meeting, and he met with Panini and he told them about that and they gave him some, uh, you know, Man, I, I, if this was an X-rated podcast, I really would, I'd probably be doing better because I, I have some good stuff, good X-rated stuff to be talking about. But um, X-rated, <laughs> yes, I have nudes that I would be showing people. No, just, um, they gave him nonsense answers. He was happy with it. I wouldn't know if I just would just look at them and go, what are you, a bunch of, you know, Jerks. I would say a bunch of jerks and then offs. No. So they basically said, oh, we didn't have enough time, you know, uh, for the Panini contenders. We didn't have enough time to get um, all the autographs back, which is nonsense because what you were able to get the other ones for the prism. Why didn't you wait or why didn't you delay it? Or what? There's plenty of things that they could have done. Um, this didn't happen the year before. Um, and so, yeah, they said they did produce more cards because of the higher demand. And I do think, like I said, basketball will definitely be more in demand, um, and they will make more cards. So I am of the opinion that you need to go back in time. You need to go back to the 2012, 13, 14, look for those guys, look for those players. Those are the cards that are going to be going up because the scarcity, the limited supply right now, you're going to have a ton of supply and I think the base cards unfortunately will take the brunt of it um, so the hoops is uh, I'm going to segue to the hoops is double the price pre-sale of what it was last year which means I know they're increasing it but I don't think they doubled the price so I think if you wait it out and if you're looking for those base or if you're looking for those low tier autographs, you're not going for the Zion app, you know, I, I think you should be able to get them real cheap because you're going to start seeing stuff coming out. Uh, I think Panini Prism is going to be insanely priced. That's something where you might want to go and if you just want to get involved and get in it, you know, do a case break. You know, do one of them random things and try your luck there. If you really want to get in on it. If you just want to go, hey, man, I just want to enjoy something. I just want to get some cards. I don't, you know, not investment purposes, just enjoying getting basketball cards. I would go that route. Um, Panini Prisms, I think, is going to be on par or even crazier than uh, Bowman Chrome was last year. Because Bowman Chrome last year was insane. Because you had Otani. Otani, his cards were going for $1,000. His base autos. Acuna was there. Glaber Torres was there. Those three guys drove that, that product. And they were all doing well. And even though Otani got hurt, his cards were going insane. Everybody wanted them. 
and Angels. You have Mike Trout and you have Otani. Those cards were really expensive. And you're going to have the same thing as Zion. It will be the same as Zion. Very similar. Um, but, but, I think there's going to be a large amount of supply. I don't think Panini, and I'm going to go out a little bit on a limb. I don't think Panini is as reputable as Topps. And I think they will do whatever they want to do to make more money, which it's in every company, that's what they want to do. So they want to make extra money. But I don't think they will care as much about limiting that supply because they are so focused and nervous on the, you know, what happened during the junk era. They'll talk about it. They're going to go, oh, no, we don't want that. No, no, no. But you're going to get a ton of cards. I think a lot of cards are going to be made. Um, it's what dealers want as well. Um, but I don't think it's going to be. I think this year, even though it will help the hobby, it will also hurt the hobby. And I think because of the overproduction of cards, and if Zion is not what everyone thinks he is, if he's just a regular player and is not this all-world guy, these prices are going to tank because they're going to be so priced and people are just going to want their money back. You know, just try to recoup whatever they can. So it is a big risk to invest in any of these new cards right now. And what sucks is you can't go after the other guys like R.J. Barrett or Morant or any other guys who I can't name because I don't know them or I don't remember them. Because you're not going to be able to get them. You're not going to be able to afford them. Or if you buy, you know, you might be able to buy the lower tier ones. You know, if you do a case break, you'll be able to get the, the teams that nobody, you know, cares about. You know, I, you know, you might be able to get, you know, not might, you will be able to get those cards cheaper. So you'll be able to get those guys. Um, and then hopefully some, one of them pops up. That, that's what I would suggest. Because if you're going to go after Morant, um, Zion, even R.J. Barrett, you're going to be paying a lot of money. A lot of money. Maybe 150, 125 for like the Knicks, 150, 175 for uh, Memphis Grizzlies, and you're probably going to be paying, you know, two, 250, 300, maybe more for the Pelicans in case breaks of whatever, of whatever big. I'm telling you right now, that's what it's going to be. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and that's what it was. It was 225, 250 for the Angels with Otani. I think maybe I saw some of them, they were 300 for, for the Angels because his card was going for 1000 bucks, his base auto. So in a case break, you have, you know, a chance to get them. I, I don't know hoops, how the autos work, like if you get two or one in each box and how many cases, but case is going to be expensive. It's going to be seventeen hundred if there's you know if there's ten or twelve. So you're talking about almost a two thousand dollar case divided by thirty teams. You got the three top teams with all those, with those guys, and then you'll have the Lakers because they have LeBron James. So that's going to be you know also high, but that's what it's going to be. It might even be more. It may be even more. So just be wary of that. I would wait on everything. Patience for basketball this year is paramount. And I would go back 
and start looking at guys, their rookie cards and, and you know, other guys, other players um, who you think is going to do well. Guys who are in a year, you know, who've been playing for a year or two that's showing promise, that's, those are guys go after. Like in the, the Tatum years, go after those cards. That, I think, is where your best value is going to be for basketball. Um, baseball, been watching a lot of uh, Chrome openings, and the more and more I watch, I'm very happy I didn't buy anything. It seems like people are inflating the market just because they're inflating the market because there's nothing there. So they don't, oh, look at this guy. He's awesome. Oh, yeah, and double I do here, like 250. And then they'll make some, like, random stat. But his uh, FBCD uh, EFG stat says the guy's going to be Hall of Famer. So uh, we got to, it's awesome. So these guys are not good. You should be waiting, like I said, patience. You know, Bowman Chrome this year, 2019, you're not buying now. If you're buying now, I'm going to smack you. Don't buy now. Wait a couple of months. Go after draft. If you're going to spend money, spend money on draft. Get draft, and then you can either sit on them. Um, if you get a jumbo box of draft, you will get a set of paper. You get one set, you know, paper set. Out of that box, you'll get, I think, no, it's not even, there is, no, not the jumbo. You just get the regular set where you get three autos. You'll get an entire set of the paper. I'm sorry. If you get the five, you're going to get more. You're going to get the five autograph one. You get a set and change. So if you buy five boxes, you can pre-sale pre-sell five paper sets. That's what you should be doing if you're going to do that. And you could see what other people are charging. You can see what people are charging for now, for the for last year's. They're going like 15 bucks. <laughs> they go for nothing. Um, but you might be able to, if you pre-sale it, get it for more. And that could be a strategy where you get your money back and you don't have to worry about spending all that money because you're going to be spending... A minimum, I spent 155. I had a good deal because I was getting the. Um, they had a thing. It was right around Christmas, and so like, or you know, Black Friday crap, and you, I was getting like 10% off or something like that. It, they were like 165, 170, and I got it for 155 each box. So I saved a decent amount of money, um, and I made money off of it. Um, Again, had I sold everything, you know, listed it right away, I probably would have had more. My major cards I did, you know, the colored autos, I, I did really well. I had a Jared Kelenic, uh blue auto, um, who is a big-time prospect for the Mariners. Uh, but Dave, he has a Met jersey. That's because the Mets were so smart and so forward-thinking. They said, you know what, let's trade him for Diaz. He's a great reliever. We shall have an awesome bullpen and that will save us this year. Stupid Mets. So, Jared Kalanick, who is a, a damn good ball player, who's getting all the attention, but I think the other guy's better for the man. Is I forget his name. I'll just make up his name. I know he's a Spanish guy, so that should narrow it down for you guys. That should help you out. Um, <laughs> so, I'd say Bauman Draft is the place people are 
buying it. That's why it gets hot and heavy. People go crazy for it. But I would be doing that. Um, and if you can get your hands on... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back on basketball. I don't know what Panini Prism is going to be, the pricing-wise. It's got to be astronomical, though. And I don't know how many autos you get. And it seems like that's not the autos to get anyway. Yeah, they go for money, but they're on a sticker for the most part from what I saw. It looks stupid, but... Um, it's going to be, I can't, I have no, national treasures. I don't know what that's going to be. That's got to be insanely priced. Because if you get the RPA to 99 of Zion Williams, that's going to go for, I'll say that'll go over 10,000, maybe closer to 15,000. That's where that will go. And it'll be real bids. It won't be fake, uh, a fugazi bids as uh the New York Italians would say. All of a sudden, when you talk to Italians in New York, and you know, they haven't. Oh, I'm from. Uh, yeah, my family's from Italy. What? Oh, my great great grandparents. You know, and all of a sudden, they start talking to tell you. Oh, that's a fugazi. All of a sudden, they got some Italian accent that comes out of left field. I don't. I don't know how that works, but um, it, it's that's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. I'm very interested in what's going to happen this year with pricing, but I also have a good feeling that it's not going to be good at the end of the day. You know, maybe next year this time, we're going to be going, Dave, you all right? Or, Dave, you're so wrong. I can't find these cards anywhere. Or these cards are still expensive. And it may be. It may take a year or two. Um, but I think you'll be able to find these base cards everywhere. I, I think they're going to be cheap because they're going to be overproducing. And, um, yeah. All right, Dave. We got it. We, we, we got it. You, you don't have to. You don't have to. Now, there is, there is a possible... <laughs> it's not talking crap. <laughs> I can't talk. I can't do that. No. I can't. I can't. This, I, I can't do it. I was about to say something, and, and, and I can't because I'm trashing it. I'm trashing it. I, I can't. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I know there's something in the group, and, and they were trying to sell this. I'm sorry. I can't. If you want to get it, you can. But, and it may be a good investment two years from now. But I don't know. I just trashed it enough. I can't do it. I can't. No. Sorry. I, I know you, some people don't know what I'm talking about, but um, there may or may not have been a guy trying to do a case break of Bowman. God damn it. Bowman. Um, and, um, yeah, that would be... That would be highly hypocritical of me to go, so get your spot now. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I, yeah, I dropped the ball on it. But see, now you definitely know that, that I am on the up and up and I'm not trying to sell you a bill of goods. <laughs> I just screwed one of the, my, my members up trying to sell these cards. And again, I'm not saying not to get them. I'm just saying not to get, uh, Bowman Chrome now. So, wait a couple months, then then we can buy and sell them. Um, that's all I got. I've been driving for a while now, um, jibber-jabbering about cards being stocks and all that nonsense, and other people going away from me and listening to other people, which I don't mind, because um, that's how you learn. I, I, that's how I learn. I, I, I pull from different spots. 
Um, I do my own little research and then uh, that's that. Sometimes I regurgitate it and just say that it's me. That's what most people do on TV, so why can't I do that? Why not, right? Imagine <laughs> this is one guy. He does, I just I steal from him word for word. One day somebody finds him. I'd be done for. Be done for! All right, guys. SVACardCollectors.com. Take a look. There was an article about 1989 Fleer done by Casey again. I'm eventually just going to give him the website. Just give it to him because he posts everything. Um, hit up, join, download the app, the Flick Chat app. And uh, a lot of conversations where I get a lot of this, you know, information or, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of people that know a lot of things and they have a lot of time on their hands. And so they talk about it. There's a lot of, they watch a lot of YouTube. You know, did you see this? Did you miss that? There's articles, a lot of stuff that, I miss. So it's a great resource. And um, you guys know what to do. Buy some cards and go broke, people. Later.